independent. You know it. You love it. You can't live without it. Rockland World Radio. Welcome. Friday it is, and that means it's the Sassy Show. So another Friday is here. Hope everybody had a great week. It's been a crazy week, but it's Friday. Alright, so let's see. Where do I begin? Because there's like, this is my list for everybody here. See, look at that. So many different things to talk about. So let me see where I'm going to start, because there's just a lot of stuff on my plate for today. Alright, so the first thing I'm going to talk about is Instagram in a twofold. Alright, so if you haven't noticed, um, Instagram has changed the algorithm again because there are a lot of um, scammers on there and there's um, bots on there and there's all these different things that are happening on there. So they're trying to fix that by changing the algorithm, which then pissed off a whole lot of people because they were getting great engagement and now, not getting anything because they're still doing the same old stuff. All right, so I wrote an article for the Rockland Business, Rockland Business County, Rockland County Business Journal. Let me say that right. Rockland County Business Journal. Say that five times fast. All right, so how to outsmart the algorithm. All right, so there's a couple of things. The one most important thing is to be more consistent, which I said this morning. If you're not consistent, and that goes for Facebook too, and that goes for LinkedIn, it goes for all your social media platforms. If you're not consistent, guess what? Your audience is not going to see it. So you can't just post once a month and then be done and think you're, you're good. No, you've got to be consistent, and that goes across the board. But if you publish more stories... So here's the why you're going to want to do more Instagram stories. Not just posts, but also Instagram stories. Because the more times you do a story, the more times you're going to end up in people's timelines on the top, you know, of the app. And then the more times people then are going to see your story, they're going to then check your profile. So it's a twofold with that. So you really want, you're literally front and center when you are, when you do Instagram stories. So you should try to do more of those. And I'm going to say this. Don't do what the Rockland Boulders do, which is do 10 or 11, I think I saw 12 recently. Don't put 10 or 12 Instagram stories on one story. No. I don't have time to watch, I don't know who has time to watch 10 to 12 Instagram stories going off all at once. Pick five. Do five if you're going to do five at one time. Let one, put two together, two of your most important ones, and really go all out on them with GIFs and pictures and emojis and words and scroll up here for video. Like, go all out. Don't do 10 to 12 of them. And then sometimes what they end up doing is they end up doing 10 to 12 and about five of them are just pictures with no description. You, what am I watching? Why am I watching this? You want to have at least a little description when you're doing your Instagram story. You don't want to have um, just a little, you know, here, here you go, and then no description. So remember, people are not going to spend time watching your Instagram stories if you do 10 or 12 of them in a row. No one has that time. 
do five if you have to do if there if you have to do that many in a row do five at most five but be consistent with your Instagram story because now you're front and center and more likely people are going to go to your Instagram feed and look at your feed and look at your profile all right now what I see some people doing on Instagram is what everybody should be doing on Instagram run a contest give something away I do it on Facebook and it's very successful on Facebook and I, it is successful on Instagram so give something away it can be anything don't tell them what it is I find if you tell them sometimes what it is they're not inclined to enter the contest but if you say a prize pack Ooh, what could be in the prize pack? And then when you find the winners, you can then tell them what's in their prize pack. I mean, $25 gift card for Amazon or Barnes & Noble or, you know, like Target. Or if you have a t-shirt, you can add a t-shirt in there. You can add a pen and a notepad. Simple little things. You don't have to go out and spend $500 on a giveaway or give away something really, really expensive. You, the whole point of doing a giveaway on your social media is to get people to your social media and then you promote it. But you gotta be careful with words, with ads, because Facebook and Instagram are both the same. They have certain policies where you can't assume how people feel. And then you don't wanna assume people will feel a certain way and then they'll let your ad go through. Okay, so that's that. And also, I will tell you hashtags. If you want to know what the magic number is, I will tell you it, it is under 10 is the magic number. There have been a lot of studies done and a lot of research done on what the magic number is. I tell you, 30 is out. I've been saying that for I don't know how many months. People don't listen. Oh, see, people calling me already. So, I'm telling you now. Yeah. So, 30 hashtags out. Do not hashtag in a comment. See, you're not going to, the algorithm's changed, so you're not tricking it by commenting in the comment section with 30 more hashtags. That's why you're getting no engagement, because you're doing that. And also using 30 hashtags that probably aren't working. So, you got to mix it up. Like, for example, I saw a picture on there recently, I think it was cake. Or maybe it was something else. It was a piece. It was a food. It was a food item. I don't remember what it was. But they didn't put the food item as a hashtag. Hello. If you have a, a hamburger, for example, if you have a hamburger in your and you sell hamburgers, for example, your hashtag should be hamburger. That's like a giveaway. All right. So watch your hashtags. Um, there is a certain number that works. Um, I will tell you it's under ten. If you read my article, it's in the article. Um, and how hashtags have changed, and also what shadow banning is. It's a real thing. Don't listen to people who are telling you it's not, because they don't know what they're talking about. It's a real thing. I've also seen that, too. Um, and then there's other things that you can do if you read the article um, on, that I wrote, how to outsmart the new um, Instagram algorithm, then you will learn how to do that. Okay. So that takes care of that part of Instagram. So, so there is a baseball player that used to play here in New York. His name is Matt Harvey. Well, he doesn't play here in New York anymore because of all the shenanigans off the field is the reason why he ain't here. 
And, well, I think all Mets fans are probably happy that he's not here since his ERA is 7.50. Don't think they would want him to be here now anyway. But recently, a player, he's on the Angels. So recently, I think it was in the news, everybody probably knows what I'm talking about, a player on their team died suddenly. Um, he could have had, um, you know, heart attack, uh, underlining health condition, or or maybe mix medication together. So it was an accidental death. Okay, So I wrote this really great, positive thing about him. because And trying to also be it as a lesson. Because when things negative happen, there's always a lesson that should be learned. I think that's the way it should be. So I wrote this really thing, positive thing, about how Tyler lived his life to the fullest every single moment. You can definitely tell by his Instagram that he never swept the small stuff. And he lived life literally to the fullest. And do you know what Matt Harvey did? I will tell you what Matt Harvey did. He blocked me on Instagram. Because <laughs> I laugh at that because I think that's hysterical. Because, and I will tell you why it's hysterical, because I touched your nerve. Because what does Matt Harvey try to do as an athlete? And this is why, this is what happens when some of them come here to New York. They let their ego get in the way, and they don't understand what they should be focusing on. They should not be focusing on dating supermodels like Matt Harvey, or focusing on trying to impress people with materialistic things, or, you know, other types of things that they were trying to impress people with, like Matt Harvey was. And I kept telling him that on his Instagram as well. Don't worry about that. Like, the, the girl broke up with him. We all have heartbreak. I broke up with people. You, everybody breaks up with people. You cry, you move on. Like, he was making it, he was making it out to be something that, like, he was the only person that ever had heartbreak, right? So I kept telling him and giving him advice, and he never, he never blocked me from that. He blocks me from this. So, when people show you their true colors, don't try to change the picture. That's always been my motto. He is a narcissistic jerk. And and I will leave it at that because, Matt, <laughs> I will be mailing you something. You will get something in the mail from me. Just so he knows how I feel. Because he's not going to listen to this. I can guarantee he's probably not watching this. Oh, who knows? He probably is. Knowing him, he's got nothing else to do. Alright. Because he's not concentrating on baseball. God forbid you concentrate on the sport that you're in. And while I'm talking about that, I just want to say, so I'm on Twitter the other day, and I'm seeing Jamal Adams from the Jets posting two things that I wanted to throw my device out the window. First of all, this is what happens again. New York. Oh, I'm working to get on the Forbes list. No, honey, you're not working to get on the Forbes list. You, right now, you're working to play football and win the Jets a Super Bowl. Don't worry about the freaking Forbes list. Then he tweets about his ego. Oh, sometimes it's about the, you know, about the ego. Whatever stupid thing he wrote. And I responded back, ego tripped is a journey to nowhere. Literally, that's where it is when you have your ego. So, take that for what you will. But this is what I'm talking about with athletes and social media. I'm telling you now, down the line, those two posts from Jamal are going to come back to bite him in the butt because all fans are going to do, if God forbid the Jets are 0-3, in the beginning of the season. See, you weren't worried about the Jets. You were worried more about yourself and your brand. And I can see it right now. So he better hope and pray that the Jets do not start 0-3. Because 
because this is what happens. All of these athletes focus on things they shouldn't be focusing on, that they should be hiring people to focus on this for them. And the people that they have in their circles are not giving them good advice because they're all in on it for the money. They don't care about the athlete. They care about the money they're going to make from the athlete. And that's why they don't understand social media, to top it off, because nobody's telling them not to tweet that stuff. Nobody's telling them not to. They're probably telling him, oh, yeah, put that out there. Now, that stuff should not be out there. I don't want to see that you're worried about the Forbes list. If I, I, I'm a fan, I want to see that you're working your butt off to do what you are supposed to be doing, which is playing the sport of football and trying to win a goddamn Super Bowl. That's what you should be focusing on. That's the same like Clint Frazier on the Yankees. He got all upset and his, you know, had a little tamp- tantrum, tamp- temper tantrum when he got sent down to AAA. Well, where the hell, first of all, are we going to play you? Number one. Number two, he deletes all of his Instagram except two pictures because he had a little fizzy, a little tizzy fit. But it's all about the sneakers with him on Instagram because now he got noticed about his sneakers. Well, maybe if you were concentrating on how to actually play the outfield, you wouldn't have been sent down. But you're concentrating on sneakers. See? I'm telling you, this is, this is what happens with social media. Because then people's heads explode because all they care about is being famous on it. They don't care about actually working hard and earning your fame. Like, do you remember how that used to be? People actually worked hard, made the Forbes list because they worked hard for it. Not just put a picture of them dressed like in shenanigans, outfits, and making them think that they need to be on the Forbes list. That's not what social media is about. And I will just repeat once again, Facebook's not a diary. All week, Facebook diary. Facebook diaries everywhere. Here a diary, there a diary, everywhere a diary, diary. Remember, what you post can always come back to bite you in the butt later. Be careful what you're posting, especially when you are a business person. And you have people on Facebook that are following you along. You don't want to say things that are going to bite you in the butt later on Facebook. And... Okay, so we have that down. I have that down. I said, oh, and now this is the time of the year that I hate. I love summer, but it's the time I hate because businesses decide that they're going to hire their college student child to do their social media for them because oh, they're young. I hear the little time. Oh, they're young. They know it. They know what it is. Or I hear, you know, or I hear the word millennial because, oh, they know everything about it. No, they don't. I'm going to tell you this straight up. They don't know what they're talking about. Just because they know social media, I think everybody knows social media, does not mean they know how to post professionally for business. Just because they're posting on their own Instagram and they're posting on their own Facebook and they're posting on their own, hopefully, their own LinkedIn, does not mean they know the ins and outs of it for business. Because it's totally different. You can't post the exact same way, which I have seen. I can point out to you, if, if, you were, if everything was listed up here and I had a screen, who was posting and who was not. So, like, for example, I went to, went to the Boulders Home Run Derby, which was very excellent, I have to say. Great. That was a great time. And then I sat in the seats for this restaurant. 
I think it was kin- I think I say it right, Kinchilis. Did I say that right? Well, I went there yesterday to get my pizza because I mean they make great pizza, and we should really try to get that into the stadium. FYI. And I went there and I said, "Well, who does your social media?" To the to the guy that sat me at the booth, he was like, "I oh, I don't know. Uh, I think maybe the owner's wife." So they don't even know who does the social media for them. So my question to everybody out there listening is, who does your business's social media? And how are they doing it? Are they doing it consistently? Are they getting a consistent feedback? That's positive feedback? Do they need help with it? Like, these are the questions that people should be asking businesses. Like, who does your social media? If if people who work at those businesses don't have a clue of who does it, there's the first problem. Because then we don't know who's doing it. So how can we fix things or change things up if we have no idea who's doing them? So that's just a little um, note on that one. Okay, so then, unfortunately, the beginning of this week, we had, a, around here where, where I live, we had a drunk driver hit a car and kill the woman, the young woman in the car. Okay, so... I am commenting on this woman's post, on this comment underneath her obituary that was posted in the Croxton group, where she said, and I quote, what a waste of a life. First of all, there's never a waste of a life, no matter how long a person lives. A baby can be born prematurely and last in this world for two hours, and that's not a waste of a life, because for those two hours, that baby brought those parents joy for those two hours. So... I would like to say that to her. It, there's never such a thing as a waste of a life. Now, I see people comment all the time, Oh, well, what a waste of space. Now, no one is a waste of space. And no one is a waste of life. Now, I will say this. Then another guy in another thread commented like he knew how to fix us all. Yeah, sure he did. So I'm just going to see where I put my note. Okay, so he thinks he can fix it by sending this kid that hit her to jail forever. Now the problem solved. No. So my answer is the problem is twofold. It's not as simple as locking him up forever. There were people who were with him who allowed him to get in a car drunk. Okay? Let's just think about that when we're out drinking and having a good time. If we see somebody driving drunk, or that they came sober, but now they're going to go home in a car drunk, why don't we step up and make sure we get the keys from them? Think about that. Because it's peer pressure. It's mostly peer, it's peer pressure, definitely. Oh no, he's fine. I don't want to get involved. You always hear people say that. I don't want to get involved. Well, we can call a cab for him. We can call a family member or a friend to pick him up. We can get him to get Uber, Uber, or Lyft, or a taxi. We can get him to go on a bus, find out when the bus comes. Maybe the bus can take him out. Who knows? But, but there's so many different options. But yet we allow people to leave homes and facilities where there's alcohol and get in cars. Nobody says boo. Okay, so there's a problem right there. That problem's not going to get fixed by sending the kid to jail forever. Because people are still 
not educated enough on how to stop that. Okay, and then there are also people in this world, and unfortunately, I know some of these people who think that if they're buzzed, they're not drunk. No, no. If you're buzzed, you should not be driving too, because that's DWI as well. Just because you kind and have your wits with you does not mean that you're not drunk. If you feel a buzz, you should not be in a car. Period. Period. And I've said this many times in my life, and I will say this now to a national audience: If all you have to do is drink to have fun, then then you are the most boring person on the earth. Because you don't need to drink to have a good time. You need to find new friends first of all. Because if all you're doing is drinking while you're together, you need to find your friends. Because I have friends that I just have, we have great times, and we never drink when we're together, ever, and we have a blast. Because it's the company that you're with that should matter, not the alcohol that goes with it. Now it's not bad to have a drink with friends, but you gotta. This is what they mean by drinking responsibly, and young people today are not responsible. Even older people are not responsible. So it's not just young people; it's also older people. It's a mix, so the car industry really needs to start stepping it up a little bit. I think they need to come up with a system where they cannot let that car start until they can make sure that you have no alcohol in your system. So you can't start that engine unless unless you are sober. Maybe that will work. Now I'm not saying that kid who who killed this innocent woman doesn't go to doesn't he doesn't go to jail. Oh no, he should go to jail. So without a doubt. But I still think we need that's not going to solve the problem. See that that's what people think. You just put a bandaid on things and everything gets solved. No, that's not going to solve the problem. It's a deeper problem and it's a bigger problem, and it happens everywhere. Because then the thing I'm going to I hear is, oh well, that doesn't happen here, or that's not going to happen to me. And guess what? It does. It happens to you. So just be alert this weekend. If you see people drinking, and you know them, offer to take them home, especially if you're not drinking. If you don't, you can always call nine one one. The police can come and take care of the situation, and you won't have to take care of the situation. But let's be smarter. Let's use common sense, can we, for a change? I know it's a hard process for some, but. Let's use common sense. If we see people drinking, we don't let them get in a car. Period. I don't care who the hell they are. Nobody's above it. Okay. No matter how much money you make, or what car you drive, or where you live, nobody's above it. That's how we're going to work on it together. Together. Oh, now you know. I wonder if Matt Harvey would block me for saying that too. Because God forbid I try to put a positive spin on life. God. Freaking for bed, but anyway. So that pretty much sums things up for this week. Instagram is hopping, but Instagram is changing things around. Now they did have an outage, I think, earlier this morning. I know Twitter had an outage yesterday. Facebook is changing a lot of stuff. <laughs> 
they keep me on my toes. That's all I have to say because they are changing a lot of different things. So I have here, let me see if I can find the article. Uh, they're really changing everything up. Facebook is... Alright, so they're letting people... So Facebook now shows you who uploaded and shared your information for other advertisers. So if you didn't know that, you can actually chat, you can actually find that in your settings. You have to go into settings and then you have to scroll down and you have to pick ads and advertising and click that and then all the different prompts come up. But you can actually see who has your information. Um... So it's updating the kinds of information users can see about why they're viewing a certain ad. The changes to Facebook are going to be, you're going to be seeing this called, Why Am I Seeing This? So it's going to pop up on your timeline. It's going to be very interesting. Um, now, and they're also ad tracking a little bit differently. So their ads are tracking a little differently. Um, they're taking some of the... Um, uh, tags out so you can't tag certain things because I had it was the funny the most funniest thing is I now know the algorithm for all every single dating app possible out there I posted it July 4th I not what the what the algorithm is because that's going to be in my book which is coming out sometime t in 2020 um, I'm aiming for that book to be out for Valentine's Day because it's about dating and all that kind of stuff so FYI but Instagram, which is part of Facebook, gave me a hard time for my ad to be um, promoted. And then they kept telling me, well, change change who your genders are, like your list. Because my list was to target people for Mash.com, OkCupid, um, all the dating apps. People who use those apps. Oh, well, change it. I said, and I told them, why the heck am I going to change who I'm sending this ad out to? Because it's about them. It's not about a dating site. I don't own an online dating site. Thank you, Jesus. I don't own one of those. I'm writing about it. That's my audience. And then they approved it after I complained. But, and you have to also know how to complain, by the way. A lot of people don't. Um, so, and then, with their dig digital currency that they're now creating, it's, crea it's going to create uh, laundering fraud. I can guarantee you people are going to launder money. It's not, I, I tell people, do not think about it, do not use it, do not send people money through that. I don't, I'm not going to trust it. So, don't trust it. I'm telling you, it, something's going to happen with that. Um, <laughs> and then the best article, I have to send this to one of my friends. Um, Tinder's CEO says he's not worried about Facebook. He's not worried about competition from Facebook because of the dating app that Facebook has now. Facebook is doing some... I've mentioned this a couple months ago about their dating and how they're doing their dating app type thing. Um, yeah, well, Tinder should be worried about other things. I should just... I'll just leave it at that because that'll be in my book. And they really should be worried about other things. Um, there's a lot of different things here. Uh, for these Google, Amazon... Uh -huh, nah, nah, mm, mm. Oh, see, even Mark Cuban... He calls Facebook's digital coin liberal a big mistake, saying it could be dangerous. So, he's really smart when it comes to this kind of stuff. So, if I'm telling you, don't do it, and he's telling you it's dangerous, it's a big mistake. And, let me see anything else for Facebook. Because there's a lot of different things happening within Facebook right now. They're, oh, and they're going to pay people more money who are creators. If you're a content creator and you create content on Facebook... It's mostly videos. 
they're going to pay you more money. So they're, they're in steep competition right now with, with YouTube with that. So they're going to try to get people away from YouTube and using Facebook to create your videos instead. So I don't know how much more money. Um, I haven't seen anything that suggests how much money it is. But when I do see it, I will definitely pass it along to all of you. And the last but not least is one thing. Facebook is removing the 10-second views optimization for video ads. So video ad campaigns optimized for 10-second views will be affected by the rollout of the new campaign. So they have Facebook through play for Facebook video ads. And then they have different things that you can do within that. So it's a little complicated right now issue of how actually that's actually going to take effect. Because usually I would get I would get statistics based on video views of either of just ten seconds, how many people actually watched it were ten seconds or more, and then how many times people watched a video for three seconds. So I don't know what the difference is. Three seconds ten, I mean all right. So, do, 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 to use video in your Facebook ads. Wonder how the new through-play optimization will affect your Facebook video ad campaigns? Oh, yes, okay. So, Facebook introduced the through-play, yes, in September. Blah, 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 blah. Um, where, when your video ad is watched to completion or for about at least 15 seconds, that's what it is, the optimization is available with auction or reach and frequency campaigns. Okay, so now it's rolling out through-play through the default optimization for all video view campaigns. So starting July 31st this month, Facebook will pause existing campaigns that were set up with a 10 second video view optimization. Advertisers will need to adjust those campaigns to use the through play optimization. So you can't use, so you'll have two choices now. You'll have through play which videos viewed to completion or for at least 15 seconds, or two-second continuous video views. Which, who cares about two seconds? I want at least 15. So do through play. That's my point. Don't do the two-second one. Do through play. Um, if you want any more information on that, just send me an email, and I can send you the link for the article on what it, it's all about. So that pretty much wraps everything up again for today. So, I am on LinkedIn every Wednesday for Get Linked Up. If you haven't seen it, it's a quick little two-minute video, at least two minutes, maybe I try to do less than two minutes, of what's happening in social media today and give you one big tip. You can find me there. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. And my new YouTube channel, which I have... I just put one song I wrote on there. I will be trying, I'm going to put like one a week. One a week on YouTube. And then I'm going to put, obviously, this show <laughs> on YouTube. So you can join me on watching YouTube and subscribe to my channel. You can also see all the cheerleading competitions that I have choreographed. They're on there too. And if you are a cheerleader or you know a cheerleading team and they need help for competition, you can always call me. Alright, so that kind of wraps that up. Have a great weekend. Be careful, be safe, be aware, and I will see you next Friday. Bye!
It's not just radio, it's Rockland World Radio. Rocklandworldradio.com Who told them? That's right. Who told those people? 